Deacon Inferno is back. Steve Forbes, head coach of the Demon Deacons, joins us regularly during basketball season. Big win against Notre Dame over the weekend, and Louisville is the home game that you should be at later this week on Saturday. Louisville will be in town to play the Deeks. Steve, I actually want to start with uh, the most topical stuff today in college basketball. We saw what happened with Jawan Howard yesterday. I just want to know, what's the closest you've come to getting into a fight on the handshake line? Never. Um, you know, I don't I don't go for that, you know. And, and um, you know, when I answer this question, I'm answering this based on my experience and not, you know, this is what Steve Forbes says about what happened last night because I wasn't there. I don't know all the circumstances of it, but um, I believe that the handshake line is pretty simple. It's a time to uh, display class and humility, win or lose. And I think it's a great time to congratulate and encourage uh, your opponent. And I and that is a place for no drama. And so um, I think it's a good life lesson for the coaches and the players, win or lose, to have some humility in that class and so I've never had a, a situation that doesn't mean that it might have been two or three times during my 33 years that the players might have dust up but not coaches um, um no and uh, I'm not I would never tolerate that so I take it you're not in favor of what Dick Vitale Seth Greenberg and a few others have put out there that it's time to eliminate the handshake line after games no, I don't think we need to eliminate it. I think it's a good life lesson for you, for the players and for the coaches, that no matter what happens, win or lose, you're going to have some class and humility for a short amount of time. And I don't think that's, I don't think that really hurts anybody. And I understand in the NBA they also play 80-some games and they're over 100 if they play in the, in the uh, playoffs. It's different. It's a business. It's about all the money. And, and uh, not that we don't – not some business involved with ours or some money involved, but – I don't think it hurts to teach young people that um, you know to have some humility with your with your opponent. And uh, I actually enjoy shaking the hand of the coach, and I enjoy shaking the hands of the players and tell them they play great, or tell them to keep their head up, or tell them they're really good players. And so um, I don't mind it, and uh, I, I would prefer it not go away. I'm right there with you, Steve Forbes, Wake Forest basketball coach, with us here on WSGS Sports. What would getting into the NCAA tournament in your second year represent to you? Uh, you know, for me personally, just uh, I would be really happy for my players and our fans. I, I think, uh, you know, it's a great, it's an unbelievable uh, experience to be able to, to take part in the greatest tournament in, in sports. And, and um, it's a life, chain, life, life event for those kids and the fans. And so it would mean a lot for me. For, to be able to bring that back to Wake Forest because it's been a while. And uh, I, I, it would make me feel good knowing that our fans and our students and our players have a smile on their face at the end of the season and not a frown. Knowing in all likelihood Notre Dame's going to be in the field, how big are you willing to say Saturday was for your group? I think they're all big now, Josh, and I told them that. You know, yeah, it was – because it was, you know, Notre Dame was the game we played, and they have a really good basketball team. It's the first time I think in my career where a team made the first five threes of the game were by five different players. Um, that tells you how 
how versatile they are on offense. So I thought it was a big win for our for our players and for our program. But I think they're all big now because we put ourselves in position for that to be that way, you know. And that's what we wanted to get. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again: we want to play meaningful games at the end of February and in March. And we're there, you know. We're in the conversation. We weren't in the conversation. We haven't been in the conversation, but we are now, like it or not. And and so, um, you know, we're excited for that. And, and I think that yes, that was a big win. But I think it just as equally big will be at Clemson on Wednesday. Steve Forbes with us here on WSJS Sports. There are some who think what you did this year, or I guess last year in the portal, is going to be your model every season. But when I look yeah. at your roster, Alondis Williams and Hadim C are the only two technically that you know for sure aren't going to be coming back. Dallas Walton, I guess, would have to get a medical red shirt from his time in Colorado. There's still a possibility of that. Are you anticipating that you'll need to do as much work in the portal this offseason as you did a year ago? Well, first, let me clear that up. Dallas already has the medical. Okay, he so he can that. come back. Yeah, he already got that before he came here. So um, that's already been declared. Um, I think that's a false narrative, and uh, I, th- I think I understand it. I mean, I, I don't mean that in a negative way just because that's the route that we had that we chose to try to put the program back on its feet. I have six fabulous freshmen. Nobody wants to talk about that. And, um, you know, those guys came in at the same time with those with those older guys. And they're here every day working their tail off. And some of them have played. Some of them have played some meaningful minutes. Maybe not as much lately. But I see them every day. And then Jake has two more years left after this year if he wants it. Uh, Damari has three more years after this year, you know, if he wants it. And so there's eight guys or seven, eight guys right there. And then those three, those three seniors, Dallas, Davian and Isaiah can come back another year. So in reality, uh, I signed Zach Keller early. who's a really good player out of six ten kid out of Colorado, but potentially they only had maybe one scholarship, maybe two. And so, um, will I go in the portal every year if I have to, but that's, I've never said that was what I was going to recruit the whole time. Um, I've always said that high school players, we're going to try to sign the best high school players we can get early, and then we'll see who's left late, and we're recruiting some late, and then we'll go in the portal and we'll go overseas. We'll do just what everybody else is doing in every dimension of recruiting that we can recruit. We're not going to just do it one way, and every year will probably be different. Um, so, you know, it worked out. It's been great this year. Um, it's been great to me a lot throughout my career. It's not like I won't stop doing it, but it's not always going to be the way we do it. How are you approaching senior day next week against NC State? How many guys do you expect are going to be recognized before the game? Seven. Every every senior. I'm not going to have that conversation with any of those kids until – after the season. Okay. So that would be Alondis and Kadeem and Miles Lester, J.R. Mathis, Isaiah Mishis, Davian Williamson, and Dallas Walton. Those guys will all go through it. Um, they know that the guys that can't come back, they know I want them back. And they also know we're not going to have that conversation until the final buzzer goes off. Steve Forbes with us here on the road at Clemson next and Louisville in town on Saturday. The head coach of the Demon Deacons kind enough to be here with us. When I saw Kevin Garnett standing there with all those NBA greats last night, the NBA 75 recognition, I thought about you. I thought about the story you told us. 
come on, Kevin, when he told you yeah. he thought he was going to go to the league and him yeah. even through a intermediary offering you a janitor's job at the yeah. uh, the arena in Minnesota when he was with the T-Wolves. Uh, did you catch any of those festivities last night? I watched Fred Van Fleet, who I recruited, or not recruited, I'm sorry, who I coached at Wichita State, who I have a great relationship with and love him to death. Um, I watched him make one three, and then I turned it off because I can't stand to watch that kind of basketball. Um, I know there was a lot of great festivities uh, going on, but I just did. I just chose. Uh, I chose not to watch it, and so um, you watch something else. Yeah, no, not last night. I've probably just watching film. Be my guess. Um, so um, you know, just kind of hanging out there at the house. But um, I didn't. I didn't watch it. Um, you know, I saw Kevin at the fight at the Hall of Fame. I went to the Hall of Fame induction when Tim when Tim Duncan went in with him last spring, and so. I had wanted to go talk to him. I, I really wanted to bring that up to him, but I couldn't get close to him because of COVID restrictions at that time. But I definitely wanted to bring it up to him. And I'm sure a competitor like that, probably after all those years, he probably remembers something like that. It's probably the type of stuff that motivates him. You know what I mean? Oh. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny when it happened. No doubt about it. No doubt. Uh, no promotion. Nope. We're not going to get any surprise promotions for Louisville and NC State, are we? There's nothing there, right? Well, not out of me. I, I've been told it's a blackout uh, Saturday, but you know I'm a World War II guy, so a blackout usually means you got to stay home and draw the curtains, doesn't it? Isn't that what that is? You got yeah. to black out the lights. So hopefully that's not what we're doing. Hopefully we're just having some black T-shirts. But um, <laughs> you know the best promotion is winning, Josh, and uh, we just got to keep stacking wins. When I think blackout, I don't think about World War II. I went to what I they do. described to be a party school. Blackout's a different kind of idea, Steve. No, I think about World War II, okay? I think about the, the London Blitz. That's what I think about. But, you know, I'm a little different, probably, cat than most. <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone would disagree with that. Steve, uh, always appreciate you doing this, and we'll talk soon. All right, Josh. Have a great week. Uh, that's Steve Forbes. Robert Walsh, when you think blackout, do you think London Blitz or do you think maybe possibly what was a common practice at East Carolina University? Yeah, I'd probably lean more to the ECU side. Yeah, that's that's uh, not a surprise there. Okay, we've got to get into a game we have tonight. North Carolina-Louisville. After what was a massive win in Blacksburg. We'll get into what the Tar Heels are up to next.